Radio Barrow. This is our third roundtable meeting, and we're going to talk about cancer. We're going to talk about uh, all kind of medicine that's good for your health, and um, some interesting stuff about CBD enhancing additives. So enjoy. And what? <coughs> Some sort. The authorities are rethinking the uh, the uh, the new bylaws or whatever they are that people have to clear their land, mm -hmm. and uh, things are changing. It's very recent in the last week or so. Since this uh, whistleblower came out. Since the whistleblower, yeah. Because it was a week ago we talked about it. Yeah, so I told you. Now it was two weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago? So, so, so the, this, yeah, but and what more? Well, I don't know enough this, about this it. I was uh, gonna ask, uh, gonna mention it to somebody who's Portuguese that might have been following the news, mm -hmm. where they would be uh, be up to speed on what what was going on. It sounded to me like uh, they they were having a rethink, and uh, yeah. you weren't gonna have yeah. to clear anywhere near what they were. Ah, telling you you had to clear. Because I was at the, at the, in Villa de Bispo at the camera Friday, and I, I spoke to this woman about the, the clearing of the land and the fire and, and this whistleblower, and she was like, no, no, I don't know about this. And but she thought it was a still a good idea to clear the land, you know. And I said, yeah, but all the fires are proven now to be uh, ignited on purpose. So then why you sh should you bother all the people? Yeah, but still, you know, it prevents deaths. And so, yeah, but Portugal is turning into a desert. Yeah, well, and then she started to explain a whole complicated story about about how the earth moves and stuff. And I was like, okay. But, but, but let's face it, some people love it because the first week when this new rule or law came out, the first week the whole, it was all cleaned up. You got a bulldozer, the... There's some samples here, and I thought, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> some people are not the first. Oh, they're so scared, man. Yeah. Maybe they're from the old school Portuguese, from the so regime. Scared. Yeah. You know? Scared people. Yeah, oh, there's so many That's of us. Right. Yeah. And the guy that came around and did our place, he was quite relaxed. About following the absolute letter, he kind of seemed to think that the GNR and the Bombaros that he knew, because he's a, he's a tree surgeon, he trained a lot of them in climbing around and stuff and he kind of knew them and whatever and he seemed to be suggesting that and like at least in the Sills area there's an element of sensibleness and like he did something for a lady's garden and he said if we followed the letter of the law your garden would yeah. just be destroyed so yeah. I'm going to do what I think we can get away with and then we'll get the guys around and, and get them to to green stamp it and yeah 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 that's right <laughs> he was with money well spent yeah yeah some people <laughs> take it too serious probably you know so I'm wondering whether or not to leave the Madronio trees. Kind of, if you went for the letter of the law, there's a few that probably should have cut down, but I'm hoping someone's going to say... I thought fruit trees were exempt or something. I wasn't sure about it. I guess Madronio is a fruit tree. I hadn't really thought yeah. about it. Was, I, I just thought about whether or not it was dry and it was in the area. Um, Doesn't burn. They're a cork so Doesn't burn? About well, my bear is not... not I mean, the liquid. Madronio burns for sure. But <laughs> it's damp. <laughs> not, not a plant. 
I forgot about the bucket. I have to go back. Uh, uh, Actually, uh, nothing burns for gross. This whole thing, you know. So it's about cleaning up. You see, it's a good thing. Enjoy the You Without pressure, of course. Clean up the land. That's not really. Many people there abuse it, of course. But 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 how many people have died from a fire in their garden? Six or six or five. Yeah. I don't know, none. Don't know. Uh, none. 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 <laughs> it's exactly, it's none. a very good song. Yeah. <laughs> the only people that died were people that were in cars or something, yeah. stuck, trapped or whatever by the big, yeah. By the yeah. big fires. Yeah, done yeah. by corruption. Yeah. Done by corruption and, and on purpose. Yeah, oh, even on purpose, on top of all that. Yeah, yeah. So, but I was I surprised that this, this woman didn't have any information about it on the, on the camera, you know, and she kind of, was kind of. She was like, yeah. like Neil said, you said, it's just gone out on the Portuguese news uh, two days ago or something. No. The, the whole thing, the story we talked about before, mm. is out now. So if it becomes public, then it's... Uh, it's That's the theory, it's so worth just as much, in terms of what they can do with it, the paper industry or whatever, can get the same from it, but they don't have to pay as much for it. I wasn't sure if that was... Yeah, it it's a financial scam, and they make, so they make loads of money. Yeah. Millions. And they, yeah. they're a newspaper... People, CEOs of newspaper companies. Yeah, it, go, well, it goes from the pilots. Yeah. The pilots would fly the planes, you know, and they, they, they can pay. So they can make huge tracks of barrels, they get growing these uh, eucalyptus on. Things, uh, five, five basins, yeah. and then you've got the big ones for the. We have to talk one for ah, one, yes. if we, uh, otherwise it's going to get messy. <laughs> Which is nice, also, you know, because maybe you know the, the Indians had this talking stick, you know, yeah, and he passed it on, <laughs> and then everybody <laughs> kept just listened to the other person. <laughs> Which is that beautiful. reminds me of Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Everything reminds me of Breaking Bad. You're messing it too much, mate. Yeah, it's talking, nice, huh? You got the talking pillow. <laughs> talking pillow. They was they were handing it around the room. <laughs> when he, when he got cancer and was deciding what to do about the cancer, whether to have treatment or, mm -hmm. you know. Ah, uh, the beginning, yeah. Right in the beginning, yeah. I never saw it. No. So, oh, you. If you start, yeah. you get hooked. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, 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 oh my, no. I don't want to get hooked. <laughs> <laughs> hey, about the, well, you can skip all this out, whatever you talk about, about the noises about the radio, that you had about the goats and all that. We've got the frogs as well here. Yeah. And the horses. Frogs would be a good one. Yeah. They're really loud. Oh. And it's so They're funny, man. Because sometimes yeah. they make them laugh. Oh. And they go no, they, they, they like, like orchestra oh. sometimes. Just do it. Very loud. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, can do that. Can do that. Sorry. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the horses also. The dogs. Vroom, 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 vroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not allowed this one. Oh my god. Yeah, he no, has trauma. Neil doesn't want this one. So so the goat died. <laughs> Ellen the neighbor oh, found really? the goat yesterday and this morning he died. Oh. Yeah. You didn't see him laying? He they put him on the on the on the wall there. No. <laughs> yeah, you, you can see him if you pass by you see this leg sticking out. Yeah. Funeral. <laughs> oh. Poor goat. Yeah, poor goat. No, so, so no, no, don't look about tomorrow. <laughs> no, don't look about. But I, I was, I went there with uh, the MMS drops, 
Yeah, but it was too late. Yeah, he's there already. He's there already. Yeah, he's there already. Yeah, in him, in him, in him, sucks him. Yeah. So I gave him the last sacrament. So Dominique, I hear you are a professor. We have a guest today. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to we introduce yourself? Guest today. Oh, no, no, and definitely not distinguished. Um, oh, good lord. Okay. Um I'm sure a lot of people listening, I don't know, maybe not, have heard that cannabis can potentially seem to trigger cell death in cancer cells. And um what I've looked into for a while is um helping that process and um <laughs> and um, there's some stuff called Brahmi, which if there's people taking CBD or THC oil. Um, what, what Brahmi? Brahmi, or Bacopa monieri. So there's two Brahmis. There's Gotikoli yeah. and Bacopa monieri. And the Bacopa monieri um, also is called water hyssop. And I think people have it growing some places, but you can buy it as a powder or you can buy it as a supplement. And um, it also contains something called apigenin. And apigenin is seen to have huge numbers of anti-cancer effects. It appears in lots of peer-reviewed papers. Not double-blind placebo studies, but it does seem to do some very interesting things in cancer cells. And the apigenin in the Brahmi, and the Brahmi itself, which is seems to be good for keeping the mind clear and keeping you very grounded and it's very calming. I think it's called a herb of grace in Ayurveda. And between the two of them, I don't know if there's enough apigenin in Brahmi that you wouldn't wish to... Um, take additional doses on top there's a, there's a couple of people there's a chap called Boyk who's written a book called Natural Compounds in Cancer Therapy and there's someone else um, he's a, a brain surgeon um, his name escapes me but he both of them talk about three grams a day being the upper safe dose I wouldn't consider going that high but I certainly would take more than 50 grams the 50 milligrams that you buy in tablet form mm. I'd find foods that contained it and it's always stuff that you hear is good for you like celery and um, some parsley and there's even a theory that the Mediterranean diet the reason that it's good for you it might not be the olive oil, it could be the apigenin that appears in lots of the food. That's just one theory on the Mediterranean diet, that it's not necessarily the, oh, yeah. the, the olive oil. Um, anyway, so in theory, this apigenin stuff, if you have enough of it, it will interact with drugs you take. So it can't be mixed with other drugs. Um, well, you'd have to check which drugs it will interact with. But what it does, it's like grapefruit juice, and then it busies, it gives an enzyme in your liver busy work. So because the enzyme is busy pulling apart apigenin, that enzyme is no longer available to pull apart the THC and the CBD, which means that it gets through your stomach better and that the Brahmi itself, two 600 milligram doses a day, will slow gut metabolism of THC and CBD in theory and in the study that I, I can't 
anyway, don't know whose it was, but it was 95%. So first of all, you've got the THC and the CBD through your stomach safely. Mm-hmm. It's now absorbing into your gut lining. The apigenin may be responsible for the gut, but then hopefully some of that's gone to the liver and elsewhere in the body where these, the enzymes are mainly in your stomach and, 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 and your liver. There's some in your bones as well, I think, which I think may be the reason that bone cancers can sometimes be tricky. But long story short, the apigenin busies these enzymes. The enzymes don't work so well at pulling apart the cannabinoids, the THC and the CBD. And in theory, apigenin, whereas grapefruit juice, the stuff in grapefruit juice will protect CBD. So if you just want to do something less extreme, just to make your CBD work a bit better, grapefruit juice contains bergamotin. And bergamotin is a moderate inhibitor and it will slow the metabolism of the CBD by about 50%. You'll get double the healing okay. from the same amount of CBD. Wow. The apigenin, if you take enough, it becomes a strong inhibitor. And in the gut, it's about 95%. What happens in the rest of the body, I don't know. But in theory, it slows metabolism by over 80%, mm. meaning you get over five times. If you look at how much enters the body... The AUC in theory goes up about five times. It's the other. It's the other because thing. CBD is pretty expensive. So exactly. So if you can that. get if you can get five times the five times the healing from the same amount of CBD, wow. um, it's pretty kick ass really. And that- THC as well. And also the nice thing is the THC usually becomes more psychoactive once it's been through your liver, so it turns from delta nine THC into eleven hydroxy THC, and that's the reason that you, when you get high you have that initial up. And then you get a secondary up and you get the munchies and it's kind of a different high, maybe an hour in or whatever. If you eat the, the cannabis, that quite often, all that stuff can go through your stomach lining, get to your liver at a very similar time and kind of less spread out. And all of a sudden you get that, you get a big wave, it hits you. And um, for some people that's too much. So what you can do is if you busy those enzymes... The, t- the delta 9 THC can't be metabolized into 11 hydroxy THC as quickly because some of the enzymes are busy, mm. so you get a longer, lower high as well. Mm. You don't get, in terms of psychoactivity, you reduce the psychoactivity, and the brahmi is very calming anyway, and the apigenin is believed to be, the, it's also in chamomile tea, so chamomile contains apigenin, <coughs> um, but rather than kind of like 50. 100 <laughs> cups of chamomile tea which is impractical um it'll be more concentrated in other things so even for the pleasure smokers it's it's wise to uh do the... um for the pleasure smokers it's just it's a different high it means that you'll get you won't you you might not be kind of slammed back into your seat in the same way also the difference between like a really thc thc when it's balanced out with cbd in kind of like 1970s weed and when you see experiments in it is a lot it seems to be what used to make people laugh but when they started forcing people to grow more thc heavy plants because that through fashion who knows maybe it was weaponized <laughs> i don't know but it took people that were a lot more willing to get out sociable and everyone's growing these sticky sticky things heavy in thc and there's a little BBC documentary and it show someone getting loads of THC. She's going, oh, this is, oh my goodness. Oh, this is it's like being dead, I think she says. And then um, she takes a mixture of THC and CBD and she laughs her ass off. Yeah. And so I think if you can stop that heavy wave of THC hitting, that's going to be nicer for people. But you can also um, 
you can also have the CBD if you if you add the CBD on top. The reason the CBD helps is it takes away anxiety, so it's not psychoactive, but it takes the anxiety away from the THC high, and that allows that makes the THC high enjoyable. It's kind of like the theory. In theory, CBD isn't psychoactive at all. CBD works by activating a, a receptor, and that can also there's something called capybin, capyba, sorry, capybara oil, um, and. That's also a, a, a CB2 receptor agonist. It means it's kind of it works like CBD. If CBD's tricky to find or you can't get it where you are, mm. um, capybara might be an option. Um, there's something in, in capybara called beta carotene, and there's certain makes will have different levels, and some makes will even list how high their capybara content, their their, their beta carotene content is. Um, another way I, I kind of I don't know. I can talk for hours. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can also improve CBD, I believe, by act, by adding um, choline, um, phosphatidylcholine, lecithin. So if you use sunflower lecithin and you mix it with your or phosphatidylcholine, I think you can buy little bottles or an egg yolk, <laughs> turning it into mayonnaise. Uh, that by because oils aren't necessarily very well absorbed by the body, and because CBD is an oil contained within an oil normally. If you use a lesser thin, um, a lesser thin molecule, one end of it likes oil, one end of it likes water, yeah. and if you vibrate it or you blend it correctly, it, it, like it, when you make it, mayonnaise, it, it, it glues it all together. You get the oil in the middle mm. with all the outside bits pointing out, and they're water soluble. Mm. So then that water soluble thing isn't repelling your stomach lining; it attaches to your stomach lining. And if you make any kind of form of emulsion, it looks like the CBD and the THC will become twice as bioavailable. That's also true of things like um, curcumin and anything that when you put it into a cup seems to sit around on the surface and not want to, you know, sometimes you try and stir. Curcumin uh, and oil, no? Yeah, curcumin. And, and pepper. Yeah, and so the, the reason the pepper pepper's good as well, the pepper's good, um, it also contains beta carotene, so it's like its own CBD, which is, I think, one of the reasons pepper. that pepper is good in bringing down a, a THC high. Mm. Um, but also the, the, the black pepper, I think the theory with the, improvement of the of the of the absorption of the curcumin in the turmeric is that the black pepper it causes your is it the villi kind of basically your, your gut lining spreads out a bit and the the curcumin gets a, a chance to to soak through it's, it, it's, it's, it, it, the it kind of increase increases this kind of effective area i think i might be wrong on that but it's something along those lines it, it affects the gut lining um and uh so I kind of think that makes it worth adding to a, to a mixture too. So you've now got, I think, an egg yolk or some some sunflower seed lecithin or um, modified citrus pectin is good for cancer in theory and also is a good thing to help the emulsification mix. And even if you use other things, it seems to help it stabilise. Um, and then what people then do is they get these tanks where you 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 clean um, vehicle parts and these tanks contain ultrasonic waves and if you put the all the mixture together and vibrate it um the little balls that i was talking about with the oil in the middle mm -hmm. and, the, the, the and, and the and the, the, the water liking mm -hmm. end on the outside you can vibrate them into smaller smaller balls and if you do it with a really 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 big powerful one 
that I don't I don't think is probably going to be <laughs> I don't think maybe there is a way of doing it on a home budget but I think probably it's like a five grand machine maybe the microwave. to do it um, it's about vibration so you're basically you're creating a wave going through the water that's powerful enough and dense enough that it's going to tear a little ball into a really tiny ball and if you get it really small it will go straight through your mouth lining and there's a, there's a few people that have started making products that they claim that the particles are small enough that they'll go through your Na- mouth lining. Nano nano uh, nano particles. Yeah. But the, but an emulsion just make you when you make a when you make oh, mayonnaise so music, like you said you know when, when we make a mayonnaise mm. I think that's just like a but I think I don't know there might be a way of vibrating it powerfully enough with something <laughs> I don't know I've never tried with a toothbrush maybe those toothbrushes <laughs> are better than I thought I kind of I'd love to I'd love to experiment with it but I don't really. I'm not yet there on understanding that. But if you can make an emulsion, that's straight away, in theory, twice as good. So mixing your CBD into your um, in, into your olive oil and then making your olive oil into a little mayonnaise, yeah. you're, you're, in theory, you're making a... And then you a, can mix it with CBD. So you have CBD mayonnaise. Mm, that's nice, what, yeah. That's the a CBD. nice product, guys. We just... We just <laughs> <laughs> and if you add some parsley to it, you've got the apogen in there that's going to protect the, the yeah. stuff from metabolism. You can also... The, the, the curcumin, I think it's quite good. I might be wrong, mustard's in there. You usually use mustard and mayonnaise. But and all these things, if you get... Curcumin's amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, I use it daily. Yeah, it's amazing stuff. And if you get it to... If you if you make an emulsion with it, like I said, it, it it's absorbed multiple times better. Hmm. Okay. Got enough? <laughs> uh, hey, so, so is it all true what you're saying? Um, as far as I know, um, th- no. These are my. These. This is my understanding of it. This is. This is how I would. I think the, the bits of the bits and pieces of information about. I can't see there's any flaw in it unless the apogen is not absorbing at all. Unless the people that have taken apogen in are. <laughs> but, uh, 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 having well, they're not the two people that added apogenin to their their routine after hearing something I talked about a time I talked about it before. They they added it to a mixture they were taking. One of them was a rectal mixture, and there was apogenin and and clove oil. <laughs> it was it wasn't a mix that he stood for very long, but he seemed to pass what, as far as he could tell, was a lump of tumor. Two and a half weeks into adding this apogen in, and he was also adding DMSO. There was a few little mixtures, but I mentioned this to someone else who had only two people contacted me after this um, podcast I did. They both added apogen in. Paul said after about two and a half weeks, um, I seem to have shattered tumor this morning, and I can piss better with uh, <laughs> his prostate cancer. Okay, and then um, and then I mentioned this. I don't know. I spent the whole day looking at tumors and trying to work out how on earth you could have shattered tumor it was just a bit odd and so i kind of trying to look at like how it might anyway none the wise i've got 120 pictures of on tumors and tumors oh, nice, and whatever nice, nice. open on my computer as you do and i said to um, my friend <laughs> i said i said to my friend um, this is radio i said to my friend um are you uh <laughs> You don't believe Paul thinks he shattered tuba this morning. And Alex said, it's funny you say that, because I passed something I didn't recognise the other day. And I said, did it look like this? Because I had some pictures. <laughs> and she went, 
oh my god that's what it was i'm in shock <laughs> and she'd been given the all clear about two three months earlier really? and she'd been taking cannabis oil every <coughs> day anyway for 18 months i think yeah and but and both of them had been taking the oil yeah pretty solidly they were they were Okay, so that's kind of success stories. Yeah, kind of. Well, she'd had so much chemo, and then it just sometimes it comes back, and you've got to have very. I think, I think I'm, I'm very much worried about detoxing more these days. And if you've, I think she, I don't know how much she'd had. What detox or chemo? Chemo, and I, yeah, it uh, came back, that, and, that was... and it came back stronger. Mm. And uh, mm. I don't know. There's only so much. So many things people can fit into a day before they start thinking I'm just missing out on life by doing all these things. Like mm. she'd spent, she'd spend so much time juicing in the morning, yeah. and just and in the end, I think that kind of thing wears you out. And I think you've got to be very efficient in the way that you you give your life to it because otherwise you don't end up living your life anymore. And so I kind of I think I think happiness is also a good cure. Oh, for, definitely. For, for, and if you can, if, and I think if you can give someone hope that they are going to beat it and. And they believe in the in, in in the science, and they believe in the theories, and they understand that there are a lot of people out there that have that have beaten their cancer of every type using natural means, mm. and usually a central part of it all seems to you is you detoxify yourself, and then there are natural compounds. There's a the Boyk's book, Natural Compounds in Cancer Therapy. He's a scientist, and he's only worked with scientific studies, and they're not double blind placebo studies. And rather than using them individually, he's taken a sensible view of things. Um, and so he knows that curcumin and apigenin and lutein and there's another galilin, I think he likes, something like that. Anyway, there's four favourite flavones or flavonoids that he says, right, choose two of those four. Mm. Well, obviously I choose apigenin. And then I think, actually think, curcumin might just come in at a separate level just he would recommend he chose apogenin because it, it, it blends good with the cbd um no he chooses it because it's got its own anti-cancer properties and its mm. own right and then mm. he chooses vitamin c and uh i think there's a mushroom of fuikadan which i think is a, is a seaweed i think i'm not sure if he goes for reishi or he goes for a blend but i think there's a mushroom in there so he's alive for every single He's attacking it from multiple angles, and I think it's a realistic. You can't judge, you can't do a double-blind placebo study. Give a person one thing, and say, "Oh, it hadn't cured their cancer," and yet somehow it's considered too unscientific to chuck all these things in at once yeah, and say, "All guns blazing, I'm going to take it." Twenty-three supplements, and there's even in the, even though twenty-three seems a lot, they're all food grade. They all do you good. You yeah. can't take too much of any of them. And each of them attacks the cancer from a slightly different angle. Mm. So you, sh there's apoptosis. Some things are just going to trigger the cell to kill itself. Some things are going to stop it dividing. Some things are going to cut off its blood supply. And there's like, those are the kind of, and what's the, oh, and stop it spreading. So the anti-metastatic, you stop it moving around. And that's just four of, I think, there's 33. There's, there's all these other things, that, ways you can pressure it. All these other pathways to close. And if you find like a broad spectrum of things, and that, and, uh, and MGMF does that play a role? Do you, you hear about MGMF? I think when I say role, I think there are, it, it, it's it's hugely important for gut health, and I think the fact that it seems to work for other things, um, and maybe I think there's a theory with GC GCMF that it's something to do with vitamin D metabolism. Is it? I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I'm really not an expert on it. 
my feeling is if I had enough money that I'd maybe trust off, I know, I'd, yeah, you always look after the gut. And you want, there's, yeah. This MGMF seems to be the reason why all these 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 uh, alternative doctors get killed. Mm. Well, there's the vitamin D thing is interesting. I think yeah. it's something to do with um, vitamin D metabolism, and, and you don't get into. It's just having arguments with people if you try and tell them that vaccines can cause cause autism. But yeah. I kind of think there's information out there that is pretty credible to me. Yeah. And I think Definitely. one of the theories with uh, with the fact that it's the certain vaccines have hurt black boys differently to other populations is that they have a different pathway of vitamin D metabolism and I don't think it's just vaccines it's because of the skin of course because the the, the skin absorbs all the vitamin D hey, but the skin's that, your vitamin D excuse me to interrupt but, but, uh, but it has been proven that, uh, that uh, many people died from uh, vaccinations no? yeah no I think so I think well definitely you don't think well, so they, no I, don't, I do think so I, I really do so. I can't yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't uh, say strongly yeah, enough as well about I, can't, I can't say strongly <laughs> enough how bad an idea I think it is but anyway that's a whole different subject well, on, on sometimes t- people don't listen to you after you said you don't believe in vaccines but, but on, they think you're a fucking idiot but, but talk, there's yeah. a lot of stuff you've got to read before I feel you've got a right to say the vaccines have any worth in in anything other than a mad society they're not scientifically sound even if they were right, they're not safe. Fine, people think you're a bit mad for saying that. <laughs> the next we're step making, down. We're not making statements. We're just saying that people talk about this, and then, you know, we just have well, to confirm this. So we just say my opinion on it. Of. My opinion yeah. on it would have me just kind of like. I just know. follow the TED talks from from uh, twelve years ago already. There were some whistleblowers and some uh, doctors and some uh, you know from 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 America going about that they had a secret. And they were allowed to vaccinate anybody who they wanted from babies, but not their own family. And then they have to they had to make an honor and a secret and all this. And it's uh, it's all on TED Talks from, from that many years ago already. Isn't it? I sent I sent three uh, four and a half hours worth of videos to a friend <laughs> yesterday oh, yeah. on vaccines. I think I think people are just they they like to hand over complex problems in their lives to people they consider to be expert and they just step out of it and they just tell themselves that they don't have the capacity to understand it and also put in the way is an awful lot of lies and a lot of, awful lot of kind of covering your own back and then it's, it's just a deep hole it's just a deep hole rabbit hole <laughs> the vaccine one because yeah. you end up you end up with 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 is i don't it, know it's it, an insult to nature yeah. It's, it's it's a miracle that we are alive, you know. You know, if if you look from making love to people, and, and this in nine months, and then it's, it, and then it's just a miracle. That on itself is a miracle. So the thing is, and then we are there, thinking we know better, to manipulate or whatever from the diseases we did had, you know. Uh, and the fear is all death. Here we go again. And that's why, in my opinion, I mean, if there's no death and it's just afterlife, you're just playing a game in this very short, brief period of time now, then we have no fear. And if we can, oh, oh, therefore we've got, got many other ways, instead of getting ill, believing in this illusion. But anyway, mm-hmm. I don't want to say to myself because I carry on. Uh, I remember my first uh, eye-opening moment was listening to this woman, um, it's a good few years ago now, but she basically showed the graph that the vaccine companies used to say their product was working. 
and uh, they showed this uh, this graph that showed the amount of disease and as time went on from the vaccine the line went down in an exponential curve and that was what the vaccine companies were using to say look how the product works yeah and then this woman and her investigation if you like she was scientifically based it's a long time ago i don't but it was the first one that opened my eyes to a good bit of trickery that was going on and she basically produced the same graph but took it back before the vaccines were introduced and if you looked at the line then, the line of diseases was already coming down and it just met the same line that the vaccine company showed, which basically said, showed that the vaccines had no effect whatsoever because it was already coming down through improvements yeah. in yeah. Uh, Health, water quality, hygiene, all manipulated. They're even blitz the after, there was even blitz <laughs> after the introduction of yes. in yes. because people shed. People shed. People think that vaccines. There are hospitals which have notices on the door. Don't come in our hospital if you've had a vaccination in the last six weeks. And people don't realise this. You get a lot more old people getting shingles. I seem to think, and it's because there's loads of chickenpox vaccines wandering around. And the thing is, chickenpox. Okay, I don't know. There were people that ended up scarred by it, but at least it was properly. You were properly immunized. You, pro you the the vaccine doesn't work in the same way. The vaccines don't stimulate your immune system in the same way. They don't last in the same way. They're not they're not natural, and uh, that's that science. Not natural will be all some people would need to hear. But in, you're in not fear. using a natural system. It's not triggering the things that yeah, need triggering for it to work so. properly. Are we all unique? Yeah. You know, because we all generalize all these medicines and the FDA is very mm -hmm. good in it. It works for a few, few people that don't test, but it doesn't. And eventually it doesn't. Actually, the original thing of getting ill is not being imbalanced mentally. So, because we are a miracle. So, what I told, uh, said earlier, maybe we are. So, if we uh, uh, not abuse it, but use this and acknowledge this to ourselves and make this uh, far more open, then we can heal ourselves. Yeah. I think reducing stress is one of the the best things you can try. Is it cortisol that's released in is mm. the stress cortisol is stressful. And that is highly toxic. Yeah, it really. In your body. <laughs> it messes up everything, doesn't and it? And thinking. Yeah. I mean, how do you think? Well, if you think glory and harmonious, then it's okay. But if you th think angry and emotional and, uh, you know, being conflicted with uh, young uh, whatever, uh, um, th then... Yeah, then get ill. You can kill yourself. Yeah, it's just like uh... there was this amazing German doctor. He had a, his own hospital, and he cured three thousand people from cancer, uh, with the thought that um, cancer was created by an emotional blockage. So he he took and and the people he took in were all the people who are released by hospital to die at home. No, like Dr. Hammer. What's his name? I forgot, I forgot his yeah, name. H A M E. I think so. You and, and so, so he took all the, the, the people in who are, you know, I mean, he could play with, so to say, because yeah. they were dying anyway. And then he, he, he asked them to remember when the first time they discovered the cancer and then went back to the moment and something happened always, you know, fight with the husband or a kid died or something mm. that never uh, 
um, uh, processed, and then he, he invited all the people involved in this in this conflict, and then he let them in a the room for a whole day, and uh, shout and scream and talk about it and whatever was needed, and then he gave them juices and whatever. But in two weeks, uh, he could send them all home, you know, with totally healed and which is, and then they, they closed his his hospital because. Yeah, that was not done, of course, and he was breaking the law and the rules. FDA. And, but FDA it's proven, 3,000 people healed who were sentenced to death, basically. And, and I like to speak it out, FDA, even in this, you know, I mean... It's the biggest crux yeah. on the planet. Yeah, it's, a yeah. Big, it's, it's, it's awful, isn't it? Yeah. What, is the, what is the FDA? It's the Pharmaceutical... Food and Drug Administration. Yeah, since, since 1927. I saw quite a few documentaries, I think 10 years ago, and people wrapped me in with books and stuff, and they start reading it. So, okay, so there was another part of the puzzle. It's like a big puzzle that we are in. I think it was called the Chemical Board. Be before here. That. I think yeah. in 19, it started off as something like the Chemical Board, and then they changed it to the um, the FDA. And there's some quote that the, the purpose of the FDA. The public's perception of the purpose of the FDA and its true purpose could not be more different as black to white. <laughs> because the FDA acts as an amazing buffer for the, all the industry, the, the, the medical industry, to not be sued by the public. The public can't go, oh, we're going to sue um, that company for that drug because, oh, the FDA <laughs> has already approved it. And that's somehow some mad blockage. It's like um, it's holy, yeah. It's yeah. like uh, like, a, like a car checking domination. Company. First, first. It's like, oh, weird, okay. We can't. We can't. Your car explodes over fifty six miles an hour, but um, it was okayed by the car board. <laughs> so you can't. You can't sue us. You have to go to the car board, and that's a government thing. And they might get. I don't know. It's Medical mafia. Really. It's, well, it's very cleverly right. worked out. There's, there's a great illustration of that by uh, in a story. It's a video I think you can get on YouTube about an hour long, and it's about a guy called Stanislav Brzezinski. Yeah, him? I know him. And uh, he, this uh, this documentary and this I think there's a book as well, and it's called Cancer is Big Business. And he he, he documents all the things that he went through. He's basically a fight with the FDA. And the things they got up to, uh, even just uh, one, one or two things. One was where they, uh, they got the FBI to go in and arrest this guy, take all his notes, and they thought they'd got him uh, on, a, on a charge that he would go to prison for a while. And they already had patent applications, but the patent applications he'd already put in and got patents on. Mm. So they thought they were going to get this guy jailed for a long, enough, a long enough time for them to take over his patents on on his cancer cure. Yeah, uh, it's like nuts. Yeah, and but he, but he managed to stay out there, eh? and uh, he got it. Oh, he's a very clever guy. Yeah. Uh, very clever guy. He wasn't Polish. He was. Uh, what was his name again? Stanislaw Brzezinski. Stanislaw. Cancer is big business. I'm going to ask you to write down all, the, all this interesting stuff. Always. So Cancer then I type it on the, yeah. on the yeah. website so that people can easily find it. Yeah. 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 Um, it shows the corruption in the FDA. Chemotherapy, chemotherapy, radiotherapy, they're the most 
fires is all done for <coughs> how long? Hundred, hundred years now, nearly. Yeah. And that that <coughs> the doctors were even created not to, you know, since the FDA was created not to heal people but to sell drugs. And it yeah. was all about how uh, more they sold and then they got uh, special prizes every year and and it, and it still is. It's all. It's, it's, it's no change in that. Started by the Rothschilds, no? And the, and the whole doctrine of uh, what a doctor should do and uh, should uh, prescribe. Was it around that time? I yeah, the 1800s, 1850. Uh, they kind of in, in, yeah, installed yeah, these yeah. medical institutions and only a doctor approved by them could practice. And, yeah. you know, and still all the doctors learn according to them, their philosophy and guidelines. So every onco oncologist who uh, prescribes something else than chemo, when he discovers cancer with a patient, uh, he gets fired and uh, disroyalt and, and his license taken because that he has to keep the money machine going, mm. selling chemo. Mm. Well, we found cancer, chemo, chemo, chemo. Well, oncologists in America, I, I hope this isn't spirit, I don't know. As far as I know, they actually, they're, they're like their, their own wholesalers for the chemo. Mm. So they do get kickback on the sale of the, of the drug. Yeah. And there's Huge. also things where if you, don't, if you don't have a certain number of treatments, you don't get paid by the insurance company for the full dose. Yes. So then you, you end up with doctors giving chemo treatments to people that they know are going to die. So you put someone through the extra... Um, Pain and nausea, and you, you give them chemo. And there's even doctors that they've never uncovered a few doctors that are just are that far out that they've just given people chemo that didn't have cancer. I mean, that's kind of monstrous yeah, and insane, but there have been them like that. Yes. And I think, I think there must be something dreadful about being an oncologist because you've got to deny all natural cures. You clearly get into the job for the right reasons, but um, unless unless you believe in it, and so many do. I mean, so many they, people you, think how how blind they are. I don't know. You've got to you've got to put yourself into a very odd state as an oncologist. Well, I don't want to, to, to somehow somehow ignore all the natural treatments, and then it's like what what do I do? Do I give up? But I think it's about all breaking down. It's I hope so. uh, well, well the consciousness is growing because yeah. hey, pa, don't we have enough proof? Because for the last five years, I think uh, the, uh, the death toll number one is pharmaceutical drugs yeah. from a pharmaceutical, and it's uh, done by Bruce, uh, Bruce Lip Lipton or Lipton or what's his name? Bruce mm -hmm. Lipton. Yeah. He's talking about this. It's all being proved. It's not being on the media, of course, because they don't want this on the media. So it's all being <laughs> all packed, packed up uh, delivery for us now to believe in this stuff. Mm. We've got to wake up, but uh, yeah. It starts at birth. I mean, well, we get yeah. the hepatitis B jab as a vaccine. There are people that have looked at vaccines and found parasitical eggs in there. There's all sorts of mad shit in there before you even get to stuff. You don't even have to argue it's mad shit. It's mercury. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's just... everyone knows what mercury does. You don't have to be. <laughs> I can't, and it's not mercury in every single vaccine, but there's a lot of aluminium in them. And you're not. It's not aluminium that's gone through your stomach, and it's not a very typical type of aluminium. And it is being found in the brain, and it is linked to all sorts of neurological problems. I'm glad and on top that. of that, you've got the fact that you've got Andrew Moulton, some chap who I think might be dead now, 
like an awful lot of that trepassar, um, being able to say, I can see from that child's face before and after the vaccine, yes. that that child's face has dropped slightly there or dropped slightly there. That person has had a minor stroke in the very, and apparently there's some very fine... Look in the eyes, look in the eyes of yeah, the kids. You sit and the and eyes and actually, I had it myself, and you probably did as well. We all have been here, like, you know, and I had this experiment that I saw myself back when I was... And, and I and I knew there was an, and, and, and I overcame it. My, our body is strong enough to overcome it. Mm. And I've got our grand, grandson doing this tomorrow in Portimao. No, I mean, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to get involved with the mum because he thinks it's the best, of course. But if you go again, and if you don't, he, even in uh, Portugal, your, your child, it's not possible to go to, to, go the, to, the, to, school. to the school because you need, because otherwise yeah. you might do this That's harm right. to the other kids because it's not being, it's you know. Strange. But so in truth, all, these actually go to school so, and they're all handing each other measles <clears throat> and the measles outbreak in America was blamed on anti-vaxxers and the actual strain could be traced back to the measles, mumps, rubella virus. And the measles, mumps, rubella virus we had in the UK, it, um, I'm pretty right, I think I'm right in saying I had Andrew Wakefield say, that the British government had to sign a special disclosure. Mm. Uh, not disclosure, anyway, what am I talking? They had, to, they had to basically say that if anything goes wrong with this, it's not our fault because they, it was one that the Canadians haven't got on very well with. And we bought a load of what the Canadians considered to be 40 MMR. I might be wrong on that, but um, I think that's what Andrew Wakefield said, pre-seed. Um, it's a man. It's vaccines... They take you all the way down the rabbit hole, don't they? It's just mm -hmm. like yeah. it's it, it goes back to Before. the first vaccine is not really <clears throat> the smallpox vaccine being surprisingly shit, and you find out how young the vaccine the, yeah. the, the three kids that were given it or two kids that were given it died, and and it's, it's an insult. It's an insult to to this miracle that that, that where we are. I mean, it's a miracle that we, you know, it's just a body. It's just, and, and then we think we can help it with giving a little baby with some injections. But it's you nice know, to we think don't that even people know nothing about all the other energy fields. <laughs> you know, all the energy, you know, it's just far more than we think. You know, we're so stupid and naive and uh, to, to think that we are, uh, should interfere with this life. Right. And, and, and that, right. that's, that's a big thing because, for, 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 because if that does happen to you, you get weaker and weaker. Mentally, physically, many kids, many babies die because of that. And, you know, it's just, and, it, and they have been for the last hundred years. Is CBD considered okay for kids? Is right? CBD considered okay for kids here? Where? In oh, Portugal? In Portugal. Can you give yeah, kids yeah, CBD? Yeah. I don't think that people It's use not even legal, so... CBD isn't? No, no, I don't think so. Well, we can get it uh, by, by the shop and uh, by some people. You can buy it at a shop, you can buy it. To people, I guess it's, to, it's, to it's a non-psychoactive, it might not be tested. But I guess it can, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's hemp extract. I don't know, anyway. It's um, the best. It's a the CB, best. If, you can't, if you couldn't get CBD, because it's illegal, um, a well, apparently it might be illegal. No, you can know. buy it and put them out in the shops. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. But see, so CBD, I don't know. If you'd be happy to give it to a child, in theory, it's very neuroprotective. There, there's a, there's there's patents on its neuroprotectivity. It's known it will protect the child from the inflammation that's triggered by the immune system Senses. triggering that you're you're having with the vaccine. So if you have a vaccine. Ah, and you want to put, okay. you want in the in the days after a vaccine or weeks after a vaccine. Personally, 
I think it'd be a very good idea to for to to use CBD. What about the proper oil? The, the, the true the, oil, the real oil. Yeah, yeah, the 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 THC. I don't. I think for, for brains kids, before they go to bed. And yeah, it's well, it's a nice idea, but I, I don't know. You just never. I don't dabble with that. But the non psychoactive one. And my, anyway, I haven't had to thankfully because he wasn't vaccinated. But he hasn't. No. No, because my my kids have. But then we haven't finished. But to do, I mean, what I do, the CBD is helpful because it's neuroprotective, and it. I mean, there's a a, a doctor in America that says the future because if Dr. Moulton's right with the the mini strokes, and basically his idea is that very very fine um, capillaries that you can't pick up on MRI are being damaged, and that's causing weaknesses in the facial muscles, and you see like the child's face isn't quite as symmetrical afterwards. And there was even a mainstream article the other day, why aren't our faces as symmetrical anymore? I think is we're having mini strokes um, yeah, yeah. through vaccines. And I think yeah, it's, 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 um, it's affecting muscles in our faces. And Dr. Moulton says, I looked at, I don't know, a thousand pictures of the child, like two weeks apart and everything else was allowed for. And I could spot the before and after picture because in the after picture you could see physically see in the faces of the children the damage done by the vaccine and sometimes right. it's really obvious like an eye will go off at an angle or it's kind of like the, the smile goes completely lopsided but i think you can see it in a face quite often mm. and even if it's not that part of the brain that's affecting that which i think i don't know i don't know quite how the geometry of the brain's working on this no physically you get ill i, I got ill i got oh, yeah, off the floor and i got many things wrong with when i was a child because every time when i had this thing and, and all that neuroinflammation, any inflammation, I think no inflammation is good for the body in any way. You're triggering it, but if it's inflammation that's that's going into your brain, it's a big you get, insult you get, you get you're, you're, well, getting the brain hot. Who the hell do we think we are to interfere with little babies, little kids with this big injection that we think is good for you? you know? And they they're up it's in the numbers. And they're up we've in got the to stop this. We've got to stop so many things. And, uh, the problem is it's one of those things that people think you're mad on. You've got to almost red pill them on something else before you think you can go to vaccines. It's kind of mm. like <laughs> tell someone that vaccines. If you give yeah. them any credible information on vaccines, you first you don't you can't just say oh they might cause autism and that should be enough to stop the parent and oh and that's adequately suppressed by um, all sorts of pages that just happen to come up before any truthful information the number of like quack watch all these people that are clearly funded by the pharmaceutical industry end up for the first three pages on google search so that's well looked after and you get a certain kind of pedant but kind of half-arsed lazy pedant that will read a couple of quack watch articles and consider himself to have enough knowledge yeah. to call you a massive twat yeah. repeatedly on your page if you post something on Facebook that says vaccines cause this and up comes some twat with this paid for bollocks written by a sociopath lying his arse off and very cleverly, brilliantly written but lies because there are... If you dig deep enough, if you do the due diligence, whatever you want to call it, you dig deep enough to stick a needle in your child with a chemical, mercury and aluminium and just... And, and, uh, and viruses. And viruses are in there. Viruses are in there. I don't know. If it's, it's common a, sense, isn't it? It's just common sense. 
Cancer. Some people that don't want to get them. Yeah, but I, I looked. I watched this movie Vexed. Oh, I haven't seen it. Yet. That, I almost that, haven't got that, the energy to open, be that furious. Uh, <laughs> when you see that, it open. It it has to open your eyes because it's it it uh, brings to light the total fraud of the the CDC, the Central of uh, Disease Control, and how they manipulate the numbers and and you know. Well, oddly, to, I'm hoping Donald Trump to change all that. So no, if I haven't is. already lost credibility, no, we're going to talk about Trump now. Oh my God! Oh, all these people that might have thought that <laughs> I had that I had some credibility earlier and talking about cannabis in what seemed to be a knowledgeable way. Oh, here I am, Donald Trump. Yeah, I think it's going to do good things for the world, and I yeah. think. Um, Think, we think, think so too. It's uh, a good t- phrase in England. It says uh, lies, damn lies, and statistics. Mm. In that order. Mm. You get rid of the kids that are susceptible to it. You do this, you do that. Before you know it, um, you've got uh, adequately weighted safety test for something you're going to inject into millions of kids. And all the kids that are... <laughs> that have had reactions to previous vaccines and mad shit like that. And quite often the placebo isn't even the placebo. It's mercury adjuvant. Exactly, <laughs> they, yeah, they don't just give saline water. It's like, oh, what was the placebo? Oh, aluminium. How lovely. <laughs> so, that's, not, that's not a placebo. No, no choice. You've been poisoned. Same with education. That, that's the other aspect of it, where they, they make it uh, law to inject... And if you're not doing it, it's, it's there's awful. a few countries they have a lot. Italy, Italy. If you're not doing it, then yeah, you go to jail. They yeah. take your kids away, hey, and they go take to a, to yeah. a foster home yeah. and they get abused and uh, traded. And oh my god, man! The pressure on people to vaccinate is is. Well, is democratic? Is it democratic? Is it democratic? No, or, you know? no. That all these these people decide that are bought by the by the yeah. by the chemical companies. Yeah. You know, you, no no sane person who knows the facts would ever allow such a thing. Well, they've just upped the numbers of kids getting full vaccination schedules in California, and they're going to have to work hard to balance that the statistics on that because. I've, I've seen stuff I haven't checked through, but it, it just I didn't even bother. It's not a surprise. All sorts of things are getting worse in the in the health of Californian kids since hmm. they've had vaccinations forced on them. One out of two hundred gets uh, autism, and it means that for the rest of their life they cannot live uh, independently. So there's a whole team of people taking care of these kids till the, till they die. That means that. These people, I mean, somebody has to pay for that, now. If one out of 200 gets autism, I mean, so each kid needs four people or six people to guide him, you know, and mm-hmm. train him and to not his shoes, you know, and I, I mean, there's, there's be, not many people left to... To, to add to, to a bit of culture, I think, I think you can make a huge difference to autism by... There's a huge link between gut health and Dr. Andrew Wakefield. Yeah. If you listen to Dr. Andrew Wakefield, actually what he's got to say and not hear some manipulation of what he's supposed to have said through a crooked journalist fed through the British courts funded by pharmaceuticals. If you actually listen to Dr. Andrew Wakefield, for in the first five minutes you can tell that this is just a knowledgeable, decent bloke. And then you get heavily into it and he he tells some shocking things about the where it... I mean, he... <laughs> I don't know quite... I can't quite perfectly remember the story of the party where he took blood tests of kids. But the mothers had said... 
the, the gut health of my child got worse after the vaccination or something like that. There seemed to be some link between gut health and uh, autism. And I've listened to, there's a channel called Autism One on YouTube, and I've listened to hours and hours on it. And if you improve the child's gut health, their autism will improve. Mm. And if you do a parasite cleanse, their autism will improve. Mm. And if you get rid of biofilms, the autism will improve. And if you, the problem with trying to balance your gut bacteria is because if things are really out of whack, it can be a long job. To starve candida is a ridiculously strict diet with an, mm. an already difficult child for three months. And you've got, uh, it's one of these things where you, you like something sugary <laughs> is all it takes to reawaken the candida and give them enough strength. And it's like every, every step back is like a three week step back. Wow. If you break a strict candida diet, <laughs> you know, it's you like, yeah, it's impossible. <laughs> it's it's it next to impossible, for, I think, for, for a child of that. And I've heard that there are schools where they make you sign that you're going to try and follow um, uh, like a paleo type diet and the one that I hear also helps is a specific carbohydrate diet where you are allowed carbohydrates but it's ones that don't feed certain gut imbalances and so you bring your gut back to health and you have a starter diet of chicken broth and yogurt and lactose I was yeah I was surprised that from that there was there was cow's um, yogurt in there and 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 they claim a huge amount of success. There's turpentine, and I've, I know how people think, again, credibility out of the window, but there's a great doctor called Dr. Jennifer Daniels, and she's been treating all sorts of things with turpentine. It turpentine, turpentine, turpentine. Like, like the way you, where you clean your brush with? Yeah. yeah, and it's the a very problem. no, 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 the white it's a juice from a tree. Yeah, no, but it's it is the same right. stuff. It is paint thinner, but it's a, you yeah, buy yeah, yeah, you yeah, buy yeah. a high quality one. Yeah. And this Dr. Jennifer Daniels, she had read in a book or something that the black the the slaves had some kind of medicine that was their cure all, and they used it for everything. Mm. And there was even some kind of story about the the slave owner would go to the slaves and say, "Please, can I have some of your medicine?" if he was really desperate and it would bring them back and that kind of stuff. Um, but also I think there's something similar, tar drink or something. Someone mentioned it the other day who's more better read than me and it was something in Oliver, Oliver Twist and you could get it from the end of the bar or is an Oliver Twist or one of the Dickens novels. It was just something tree sappy. And if you think about where a pine tree grows, it's, it should get mouldy. It's got sugars in there. It's got all the things that should allow fungus to grow in it and infiltrate it, and it fights it off with alpha-pinene. Basically, turpentine is essential oils. It's a certain set of mm. essential oils. Really? And it's been taken for thousands of years. Really? And it, it used to be given twice... Even I mean, school hasn't been around that long. So the fact that it, in some schools it was given twice a year to get rid of parasites and stuff, it doesn't kill parasites where they are, it chases them out of the body, mm. it breaks through, it kills candida and fungus really quickly, it breaks through biofilms. Turpentine, my and, God, I think and, to the shop tomorrow. And it's mad. <laughs> it's and it's, it's, it's difficult to find it. It's, it's difficult to find it. Just to say, uh, it was replaced by white spirit, the petrochemical uh, distillation. Like alcohol, that's pure, pure alcohol, or the 99% alcohol, or not? Well, white spirit. Yeah. No, no, no. It's a different. Uh, it's a different uh, fractionation of uh, the petrochemicals that they get out of the ground. Is it isopropyl alcohol? White spirit. Yeah, is it the same? Anyway, no, it's, no, 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 no. No, it's not an alcohol. It's not ethanol. Okay. 
I don't think. I don't think. Yeah, but I could be wrong. I know that sounds odd, but listen to Dr. Jennifer Daniels. I mean, the people that are pushing it, <laughs> that unfortunately, I'm, I know a lot of people would look at them and think that that's not particularly credible, but I was chatting to an old submarine, um, an old submariner, and I said, you're probably going to think this is a bit nuts, but I've been telling people to, to try turpentine. And um, he said, oh, we used to get a spoon every time we got back on the submarine. Hmm. <laughs> he said, that's what. And I can't think of any job in the world which is more results-driven than the doctor on a submarine. Yeah, like, yeah. You can't imagine more of a fucking hellhole than yeah. a submarine yeah. with, with I don't know what running around. And the fact that a submarine doctor, and apparently it's what was used for the, for, for the sailors going around the world, um, turpentine, it chases the parasites from your body. Um, you take, I think, you could, in theory, you can drink, I think it's about 300 times more than... You would, I, I think a three mil dose is probably probably enough, maybe five mil with with castor oil. Doctor Daniel says five mil, mm. and she says it's like a shot glass. It's, ni- it's nice, no, nice, no, nice. No, five mil, teaspoon. teaspoon, teaspoon. That's all, just a teaspoon. Less. And she says, um, if you're constipated, if you're not going to the toilet several times a day, um, use it with castor oil, and always kind of try and clean up your diet either side. Watch her; she's the expert on it. But I've also watched other people say that actually they get they get along fine with with three mil. And there's been there was a woman I read of the other day who was 104 and had taken it five mil every day, right. <laughs> every day of her life. Right. And there's some mad bloke in China that's been drinking glasses but of kerosene. I imagine <laughs> it has it has the most amazing, d- d- disgusting taste, man. But it's better than a lot of things, to be honest. And the, the way the Dr. Daniels suggests to take it is you pour it over um, granulated sugar. Yeah. And so you just stick it in your mouth and then chase it up with a coffee and then um, just wait for the magic to happen. <laughs> 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 and if, it's, if you take it with castor oil, I mean, it's, it's <coughs> you know, it's the, the, the smell, excuse Anyway, the, the, you, you just know bad things are coming out of you. You know, you know what's coming you out of you. Feel them running like. It's a, and and the running thing is, I don't know. Castor yeah. People, people yeah. kind of people oh, yeah. will have a look and try and find out what's in there. I think a lot of the parasites. I don't know quite what happens, but there are a lot of people fishing around in their poo on the YouTube. <laughs> Absolutely positive that they're. Uh, oh look, me me serves us with uh, castor oil. oil. Yeah, well, linseed that. oil, they used to give linseed oil to cows, didn't they? A sick cow, they'd give it... Uh, I think they use it uh, medically. I think press, they had castor oil in hospital well. to clean you through. So we're halfway, yeah. we only need the turpentine. Turpentine, it was a huge crop in Portugal. The forests, I imagine, are still there, just not being tapped. But what you do, you scratch the tree, and it's a pure gum spirits of turpentine. Not turpentine, not turpentine. Make a top of the page, but it's it's the the company that I see is called Diamond G, and it's a pure gum spirits of turpentine. So you scratch the tree, collect the sap, that's processed. You end up with this fraction, and it smells nicer than normal turpentine. I think mm-hmm. kind of almost like like a an odd liqueur. So, so you look for taste, you taste look, dreadful. You look for natural turpentine, and and, 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 not, <laughs> yeah. and not, not the chemical. No, that's no, no, not the chemical. Not the chemical. Yeah. Even Pure on the white spirits, spirits of turpentine. On the white spirits that you buy today, yeah. it will it will sometimes even say turpentine in big letters, and then underneath in very small letters it will say substitute, yeah. and then somewhere else it will say white spirit. 
And that's and that, what you need. No, that's not. Oh, that's not what you need. You need the proper turpentine. Old Pure gum spirits yeah. of the old, turpentine. The, There's a the company called age. Diamond G that seems to be trusted by naturopaths or whatever. And I don't know. What... It's one of those things you're going to watch an awful lot of videos before yeah. you before you trust that this is in any way sensible. But if what? you're passionate about your health and you want a good way of chasing, they there was a there's a, there's a group of autistic kids in northern Spain, and there's a little video of these two. I think one's a doctor. I'm not sure he's a doctor of medicine, but there's 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 some very solemn looking people saying we've been giving tiny tiny doses of turpentine to kids and. One of them had a worm come out the corner of its eye and they're all improving on their autistic spectrum scores. Mm. All of them. Every mm. single one has got better. And the only thing that I've heard that's also about that is MMS. Mm. Chlorine dioxide and they're both yeah, very good just, and they're both very good at breaking yeah, down yeah. they're both very good at breaking down biofilms. Chlorine dioxide people call it fucking bleach. And it's just yeah. so <laughs> yeah. it's so pathetic. And right. you end up in long arguments with pedants yeah. who've watched an article on this morning on it and you it's just so frustrating because it has a purpose you don't want to use a lot of it but like the new protocol is like three drops every, every, Dominic, every, I said every the opposite hour as well every i said hour. the opposite as well how much has got the thought you know in mexico city with the game humble and the hospitals i think it's in a kind of a little documentary on youtube from a few months ago and so it's so pretty recent from this year it's saying about the people, uh, even with uh, cancer on the kidneys, liver, they're having these infusions, you know, straight with, with MMS in it, and then they just get uh, healed, they get healed straight away. And I have a little success story. My dog had uh, dog dog flu, and uh, the moment I, the doctor told me it was dog flu, uh, I gave her half a drop of MMS, and within, within an hour it was totally gone. Really? <laughs> it's yeah. one of those things, you've got... You don't trust it when you first hear about it because there's a lot of bollocks talked about it. And the amount of bollocks can often be seen as perfectly in ratio to how good it can possibly be. And so you've got to, yeah. you've got to wade through an awful lot of very seemingly credible people telling you that it's bleach and talking bollocks about it before you find a few people that you go, okay, this might not, this bloke might not be at the same university or, and maybe the guy that's first telling me about it's got a silly hat on. But if you dig, it, it's really interesting stuff. And it, 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 it doesn't work through chlorinating things. It doesn't bleach using the chlorine. It's like it's an oxidizer. It accepts the body, accepts the body from all that stuff oxygen. that you don't it's like, it's, it's, a bit, it's, it's a bit like ozone. I think it's even yeah. less reactive than ozone in terms of chemical toxicity. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it's, I've been using it's it for, what for six years now. I haven't gone to the dentist. And actually, I'm using it for anything, even to my dogs and my cats. The worm and I shouldn't be talking about it at all. No, no, that's no, amazing. But, but, you know, it's just, it's You've used place. it. And the thing is, it doesn't harm you. Because it's just actually... Well, well, you, you well. Know, you piss. Well, if you take it too much, if you don't take the, the right the sick, uh, description, you know, by, made by Jim you Humble, water, I think, yeah. you've got to add water, you've got to wait a little bit, or you've got to have the other one who's activated already. And you can even make it yourself. But anyway, it's just a mineral that we take in us to clean our body. That has been pretty old, has been used already uh, hundreds of years to clean it, water pools and stuff now. They use it to wash we food have, before they send food out. We 80% mm. water, so it we stops, clean ourselves, sap ourselves for two, three hours, and then you piss it out like uh, salt or salt, something. Salt, it turns into salt. Here we go. So it doesn't bring anything good to your body, but it, you know, it gets rid of all this stuff. 
Then it oxidizes bacteria and viruses. They go to the toilet afterwards, and they, they have like some wounds. But, and this but these days, they, they, they changed the protocol because in the beginning it was two times a day, and every day you had to increase the, the drops. Yeah. So I met this guy who uh, was at 20 drops, and that's really, really strong. And he lost his, uh, his ability to smell. For a year, he couldn't smell anymore okay. because the, the, I mean the, the, the smell of it is so strong. So, so yeah, now, so now it's it, it's every hour one drop, but and then continue. tiny dosage like yeah. that. It's and, and uh, I don't know, and well, that's I'll, another thing that you see people talk. There's a there's a there's a uh, a mother, um, Goki Gok. I might be wrong. Anyway, she talks at Autism One, and her child. She started treating her child for having. Um, parasites in the stomach and they couldn't be seen when she um, had a look with an endoscope when, when they had a look for them but they were there and she did the parasite cleanse and she's got something insane like 1500 meters of parasites out of her child and the child's completely changed its behavior and um, and she talks about chlorine dioxide when they're treating kids with the parasite cleanses some Turpentine is well spoken of because it chases the parasites out, like mm. killing them, and that's why this um, northern Spanish autism society they're using they're using turpentine. They're saying it's chasing them out. I don't know about the chlorine dioxide chasing them out so much, but apparently when the, the kids had been doing their parasite cleanses, I guess there'd be a diaph reaction, and the the non-verbal kids were writing down that they wanted the chlorine dioxide. They wanted the the MMS because it stopped their brain from hurting. So I I think That's when a parasite amazing. dies in the body, it's um you get Yeah, it's you, it's you, still there, there. There's there's you get leftovers yeah. and it's better if you can chase it out. So I think exactly get right. rid of get rid of the, the, the turpentine to start with. Um, no, I think so I think most of them. I think MMS. Yeah, I was saying. Get, chase chase MMS. Uh, it's a miracle. It's not. not you know, it's, it's called miracles. Yeah. Hilda Clark says that uh, the the pee of the the parasites uh, causes the cells to create cancer cells. Mm. That's her, that's her theory, and then she developed this machine called the Zapper. Yeah, know, with, yeah, with kills yeah. all the yeah. parasites as well with uh, all possible frequencies yeah, by, by letting the Zapper. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's her he, he used to make me 10 years ago because he was selling me on the market mm. uh, with all the description how to do it and, you know, with the copper and the left and right hand and waiting for 7 minutes what was it 7 minutes yeah, three waiting times. for 3 minutes and 3 times and stuff and uh, we done it to our cats who had kind of uh, AIDS as well and it did help to one of, of the cats but, but, but you know I don't know but uh, for sure it helps but MMS I mean there's no doubt about that it's not because there's so many facts about it, and all with the FDA. Here we go again. They just want to stop it, and they get you know, so it gets stopped all over the world to be sold. And you get and some little ten-year-old that comes on morning TV. And, oh, you heard? Oh, you heard this terrible story about children being given bleach by their mothers to try and cure their. And you wanted to do a, a special school project about about how it's bleach and his mothers are poisoning their children with bleach and you get this shit on morning tv <laughs> you get you get everything like oh let's tug the heartstrings with some preppy little twat who's um i don't know it's lunacy mm. but look into look into these things and the more fuss people make about them the, yeah, the, but quite then, often then, then the better. Must, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, the better, better they are. Work, no? 
Everything that they forbid must be good. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the road? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have one big flow, you know. We better let it go and have The government it. loves you. <laughs> Hilarious. I can't, I can't even comprehend being in the UK at the moment. That Windrush shit's just <laughs> off the scale. It's kind of like... England's what, what got, they're send, um, the Windrush? They're sending, um, right. they're sending black um, people that came Second. over on a boat years ago and they had some documentation. Some of that documentation oh, got destroyed and trees... And they're being set, like, I don't know. Maybe it's some little publicity stunt and they'll all be brought back and it'll look like the government actually listens to people. But at the moment, they're, they're making... They're, they're sending people that have lived here for years and years, like decades, they're sending yeah, them yeah. back to, um, I can't even bear, all I know is that it seems to be happening, and uh, I can't even bear to read about it, it's just too, mm. just too awful, too ridiculous mm. that, that kind of, Nothing. I don't know, I can't even understand it, mm. it, it, what is it, the government, <laughs> what is the about? government destroyed uh, tens of thousands of, uh, Registration documents. And yeah. yeah. And then said you've got no documentation. <laughs> I don't know. It's madness. <laughs> so, dear listeners, I think that was Dominique for the moment. Mm. <laughs> we hope to see you back next week. <laughs> One thing I was going to say when we were talking about turpentine is uh, long, long, pure gum spirits long, of turpentine. Long, long time ago. <laughs> I, I read an article that, if I'm right in my, if I'm remembering it right, they used to put uh, pine trees that have been cut, um, they used to put them in these cabins, these like airtight cabins, and the volatile oils would come out of the pine trees, and they would basically distill it, and that, would, that was how they used to get turpentine out of the pine trees. I wonder... I'd, this thing, I hadn't even thought about that. But Ray yeah, Mears did it one time. I really? did. Sorry? Yeah. Ray Mears, he was making some Red Indian canoe thing and he made turpentine from a tree stump. By putting it in a, a, distilling it, you mean? Yeah, lighting a fire there and hacking a hole out. Well, I hadn't heard of the one where you 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 get the the sap out of the tree yeah. and it's it's in. It the used sap. to be. I, it used I mean, to it be something mad, like the, the third largest <laughs> product in the U.S. because they yeah, use yeah. it for all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Um, anyway, it was the old the old fashioned <laughs> way of uh, getting those types of spirits before they, you know, did everything with petrochemicals. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>